Welcome to the Coven Council, a witchy something something, your go-to podcast for uh, feminism, politics, and all things witchy. Uh, my name is Audrey, a little witchling up in Madison, Wisconsin. My name is Deidre. I'm a little witchling up in Texas. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to kind of talk about the thing that's been on everybody's mind pretty much since Valentine's Day. Um, I'm talking about uh, gun control. So, I'm, I mean, I know that I've been getting into just Facebook arguments left and right. What about you, DJ? All over the place. <laughs> yeah. Straight up just been trying to, like, take down the trolls as much as oh, I can. Jesus. Yes. It's so hard. I don't have, I'm fresh out of troll spray though, as a today. <laughs> so I gotta read up after we get done here. Right. Yeah. First stop. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just some of the things that are starting to come out is, I mean, is definitely very worrisome. Like, uh, I want to say that uh, we are actually recording this on uh, March 29th, so things may have changed by the time you listen to this. Um, but mm-hmm. as of mm-hmm. right now, we just had the, you know, March for Our Lives, and um, there's been just a whole slew of images online of people photoshopping the survivors of the Parkland shooting into just, like, different situations like the the one that's probably the most circulated that i've been seeing is um making it look like emma gonzalez is ripping up uh the bill of rights and um the actual photo was she was ripping up like a target and Mm -hmm. just the most ridiculous kind of shit like that and so like people are going after kids who just survived a school shooting because they're so afraid that the government is going to come and um, take their guns or whatever. And that's one of the things that have really, I've really been going after people on the internet about is who and where did you get this idea that anybody's wanting to come and take your guns that you already own? Right. I don't know where that narrative came from. And I can only imagine it just came from propaganda from the NRA. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll play a clip of one of these videos here. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. The NRA kind of has its hands in a bunch of different media outlets that are on um, even like Roku and Amazon and uh, Google Play. And, you know, they have created their own little like TV channels basically on these platforms. And they just use it to share this kind of like disgusting ass propaganda about how you need to be afraid of all these people. They're going to come. They're going to come take your guns and they're going to come fuck your wife and they're going to, you know, it's all black and brown people who are doing it. And it's like, 
it's, I, I don't, I cannot stand when people start talking about that. Like, that really drives me up the wall. Like, I want people, I have a gun, but I am not out here shooting people because I'm mad or I had a bad day or somebody right. bullied me and called me, called me fat or something. So, I, and if somebody wanted to come and take my gun, they would have to take it from my cold, dead hands. However, <laughs> I would be okay with any kind, if I had to retroactively go and take a background check or something like that, or some kind of mental evaluation, I personally would gladly do that. Right. And I'm a little mad that I didn't have to take a class before I even bought the gun. You know what right. I'm saying? So things like that is what I would really like to see happen. It's just little things like that. I don't want to take right. anybody's gun from them. But like what I would like to see as solutions would be common sense things like literally just a mental evaluation. They have a computer in Walmart for people who want to come out and fill an application for employment. So why can't they just put another one back there in the gun department so that people right. can do a little quick, you know, there's all kinds of online questionnaires to kind of, you know, personality tests and things like that. So mm-hmm. that should be a pretty easy fix with all the the people in the industry who are psychologists and things like that can make up a test that can be a pretty good indicator for people with mental health problems. I feel mm-hmm. like that's something easy that we could do like right now. Oh, yeah. There's there's so many just like really easy things, none of which include rounding up everyone's firearms, you know, <laughs> and melting them down. You know, that, that doesn't down. need to. <laughs> I mean, well, World War Three is pending, I guess. But uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's I don't know where they where they think that. And I mean, you know, personally, like, yeah, you know, I'd be OK with us rounding up like the things that leave a hole in the side like it the size of a softball in anybody you know right, like right. at mm-hmm. that point it's like you're not hunting because there will be no deer left from the ball. right like, you can't even look, eat that you know after you've shot something that big right <laughs> you know and mm-hmm. i mean if you are a, a law-abiding citizen of sound mind and body who takes and passes a class and a back and a background check and a mental health th- exam like you can Preach. own a gun. This does not yes. inf- this none of these things would infringe on your right at all. And like the yes. other kind of common sense thing that is so fucking common sense that even Marco Rubio was talking about doing this was uh, uh, banning high capacity magazines. Like you don't need mm-hmm. to shoot fifty times before you reload. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like yes, <laughs> you don't. It's not necessary. You don't need that. Right. Nobody needs that. Right. Exactly. You can want it all day and night. You don't need it though. Let's just be let's just be real. You right. Exactly. Like ten bullets. That's yep. that's, that's even it. like plenty, you know? Yeah, um, that's a little bit more than you need too, but we're not right. even gonna go there. Right. We're not gonna go there. I'm trying to be a, a more centrist. No, I'm not. That's that's a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do have to meet it. We do have to meet in the middle right. somewhere. We have to come up with a compromise. And it doesn't need to be, like you said already, it doesn't need to be taking guns away from anybody. Right. Um but you know what? I say that and then I think about a man who beats his wife right. and has you know, has a bunch of um or or just anybody who is is domestically violent and mm-hmm. they have a record of being domestically violent or right. mental health and they maybe they got the gun before 
that kind of thing happen. I'm okay. And I think that it should be a retroactive taking away when things like that happen. Once you mm-hmm. show and prove yourself to be a violent person and maybe no longer stable, then maybe you do need to have your gun taken away from you. Right. But we don't even have to go there right off the bat. We can get to that later once well, we get the school shootings down. You know, right, let's, let's exactly. address that later. Well, and, we don't even have to go there. And um, I mean, beyond even just school shootings, like the militarization of police forces, you know, like... Mm. People are so fucking anxious to use whatever weapon they have, and then uh, bad shit fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like I'm just screaming into the void. I mean, <laughs> guns don't kill people. They People with guns kill people, right? Right. So, I, I think I can agree with that. It's like the, it's one of their favorite it, things. It, we should make it harder than for those people to get guns exactly it should be there should be a lot of hoops you need to jump through in order to own a gun that's all i'm saying exactly like like you jump through so many hoops to just be able to drive and a car isn't designed to be a weapon however that's exactly what firearms are designed to be so why shouldn't there at minimum be you know, a registration process, a test that you have to take, um, mm-hmm. you know, a license that you have to keep updated. Same thing with that registration and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a national database. Like, you know, there's so many areas that this could be improved on, um, even mm-hmm. just having like a waiting period. Because uh, in the case of the Parkland shooting, um, Nicholas Cruz bought the weapon just a few hours beforehand. Um, and he was yes. only 19 years old. So just... A waiting period and uh, raising the minimum age requirement would have prevented him from buying a gun that day. I feel like if you can't buy a beer, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel about that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't think this is that. This is not the, You know what I'm saying? That's why I hate that these people, and even if we kind of got off the subject of the marches, but like the vitriol of all these people attacking these yes. kids without addressing what they're marching for is what really gets under my skin. Like, yeah. okay, what was his name? Uh, David. Oh, Hog. David Hogg, yeah. a lot of people on these Breitbart websites uh, and whatnot, you know, they're calling him a, a crisis actor. Okay, fine. Let him be a crisis actor. Sure. Okay. But what he's being paid to talk about not being shot at school. So let's address that. Right. What, right. Call him names or whatever. But okay, fine. If he's an actor, he's, he's not an actor. But okay, he's an actor. But what is he saying? Right. So because he's an actor, what he's saying is no longer valid. Like, well, how does that even translate? I don't right. get it. By, by that logic, why is the word of the spokeswoman of the NRA, Dana Lesh, why is what she's saying, like, equally is true? You know what I mean? Like, right. she actually is paid to tell you these things, but you're vilifying these kids who, first of all, aren't. But second of all, right. if you say that they are, why, why does that matter? Like, yes. clearly you listen to people who are paid to tell you some kind of bullshit. Stuff. Yes, anyway. okay. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Yes. Oh, <laughs> All of that that you just said, it just drives me up the wall. So oh, that's I'm the, trying to do my part in logic. the world. Like, no, it's like they get, I mean, it's an emotional topic, right? I mean, right. 
guns and hunting that's somewhat of a culture you know people some people will never own a gun whether or not they're upstanding citizens or not they just don't believe right in having guns and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but like you can't you can't just blanket a whole thing and be like Guns are bad or guns are good. They're both. It's both because people operate those things and people have both the yin and the yang. So mm-hmm. you have to account for that. Right. Can't take the bad without the good and, and vice versa. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you, I don't know, I think that if you're of the kind of person whose motivation to own a firearm is because you're scared, you yeah. know, that is, I don't know, like, that's kind of alarming to me because a lot of these guys who are, um, I've kind of taken to calling them amosexuals, um, uh-huh. you know, they're scared that uh, there's more people of color moving into their neighborhood and they're going to have to defend themselves or... The blacks the, are here! The blacks are here! <laughs> like, are you serious? It's like the red coats are coming. And right, uh, we must right. take up arms. Yeah, basically, (laughs) basically that. And, you know, they're just scared that the government's going to come after them um, and just to take their guns. And they just have this constant feeling of needing to defend themselves. And I don't want to live like that. Like, I'm not scared that people are going to come into my house. First of all, because I live in a locked apartment and I'm on the second floor. So you'd have to go through my downstairs neighbor, Mary, and (laughs) she will Mm -hmm. like hurt you with her walker. (laughs) 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 But it's, it's, I don't know. It's just that there's just so, so many logical fallacies in all of their arguments, but their main point Mm -hmm. always comes back down to like, you're taking my rights away. It's like, no. If you're not a psychotic <laughs> white boy who wants well, to, you know, beat everybody and are, shoot up a mall, you know, then you shouldn't have any problems those are becoming getting the gun. More and more common these days, let me tell you. Okay. Like we're not even gonna talk about um how they talked about the shooter in Las Vegas. Oh. Um you know, if he had not been of the race that he was, mm-hmm. can we can we speculate a little bit on how they would have just straight up crucified him. Oh and, yeah, and it would. And the NRA was not surprisingly silent for that whole thing. Oh yeah, you know they didn't have anything to say about him because he was an upstanding citizen who just—I don't know what you want to call it. He just got fed up one day. I never did hear about if they found out what his motives were, but but uh, the point is the NRA was like nowhere to be that found. Was in his that right? Whole yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, I have this image I'll share on our Facebook page. Um, it's called White Terrorist Bingo. And <laughs> so it's like a bingo uh, board that you cross off whenever something like this happens where okay. – um, uh, how the media like portrays uh, a white person who's just done something absolutely horrific like this. So in the middle, though, the free space is white privilege, so you get that space automatically. <laughs> automatically. <laughs> automatically, bro. Um, <laughs> so like, you know, some of the, the squares are like, was a good kid, or they were uh, quiet and soft-spoken, uh, they were smart, uh, but he had non-white friends and loved comedies, <laughs> and, you know, he was mentally ill but enjoyed blank. Um, was active in the community and had a dog, loved pizza, just like all this stuff to like humanize, uh, Mm -hmm. the, the murderer basically like, uh, just to, right. The terrorist just to make him 
you know, more human because he's white. So I'll um, I'll share that on our Facebook page because it's it comes in handy when you're uh, engaging in Facebook arguments. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> oh, geez. But um, I guess the good the good thing about all this that is that people are kind of starting to actually fucking do something this time. Maybe. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. There's a trend of. Um, you know, the, the feds aren't doing anything about this. So a lot of retail stores are, uh, starting to make their own rules. Um, like I think it was Dick's and Walmart, uh, both raised their minimum, uh, age restriction to 21 to buy firearms. So that they would like their business would not sell to people under 21. Right. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's a start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because, like, how (laughs) in capitalist America, you know, like. Right, right. That is something that people can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm, And they're willing mm -hmm. to, you know, kind of be on the right side of this whole thing and do that. And, um. YouTube just. What was that airline? Oh, go ahead. ahead. Oh, uh, the airline was Delta. The, yeah. that uh, they severed ties with the NRA and uh, stopped the uh, they had previously been giving NRA members a discount on flights and they mm-hmm. have since uh, stopped doing that um, I want to say United might have also but I feel like um, it was two airlines pretty major airlines that yeah. did that and the way that the NRA was like oh y'all are gonna go to hell whatever they were right. like they were so butthurt about right. it like and <laughs> And, and almost surprised. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what dude, do you think is going to happen? Right. Exactly. Like, people are going to turn on you eventually. Like, you guys are pretty much the devil. Like, Pretty uh, much. Um, and, like, uh, online platforms are starting to do that, too. Like, YouTube um, banned firearm, like, demo and sales and how-to videos on their platform. Um, nice. And in response, at least one go- uh, gun blogger has moved over to Pornhub to host his videos. So... Amosexuals. Amosexuals. Uh, <laughs> the term that makes sense. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you need to copyright that. I know. <laughs> Should have TM'd it while I had the chance. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Reddit uh, has banned a bunch of their uh, popular gun forums uh, as well. So uh, some of this is starting to start. happen. Start it's about time. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Exactly. Speaking of, we have a bunch of politicians that are in the pocket of the NRA yes. that are up for re-election. So go out and, and vote. Go out and vote in November. Yeah, so um, maybe we'll put that list on our on our Facebook page so you yes. can get your research going and figure out who you need to vote for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in addition to um, the list of uh, the Congress people who have uh, received NRA funding, who sh- you should vote out uh, this year if they're up for re-election, we'll just put up a general list of uh, senators and congressmen who are up for re-election um, in all of the states. So uh, that way you can check it out and vote out all these assholes, please. Yes, and uh, take your friends with you. Yes. <laughs> make it a party. Like, you know. Yeah, make go, it a voting party. Right. Yeah, exactly. Take selfies with all your I voted stickers and send them to us. We want to share them. 
Um, yes, and my birthday's <laughs> in November, guys. So Woo! I would really like for it not to suck this year. Yeah, twenty sixteen, <laughs> it was oh, the God. worst. Because my birthday's right after election oh, day. Oh no, so that's was, right. It was worst, worst birthday ever. Let's undo ever. that this year, everybody. Please, midterms please, are a coming. so then Deidre um let's jump over to witches be crazy since you mentioned your birthday yes let's do that look how we're doing this thing here look at us go (laughs) (laughs) so uh I thought it would be cool to talk about each of our birthstones and like how the witchiness kind of ties in here so my birthstone since I already said I was born in November um, is either a topaz or a citrine. And I prefer the citrine just because of aesthetics. But um, in in witching, in witchiness, <laughs> uh, it's used for like calming and healing, uh, good energy, kind of, it's, it's similar to a, a quartz. So I carry that around in my pocket or I might stuff it in my bra if I'm running real late or whatever just to have something close to me that I feel like is absorbing the negativity around me um and your birthstone Audrey is a ruby and it's like the most badass stone ever other than well it's even more high rated than a diamond they say some some people say yeah I I had never really um like looked into it uh actually like I just knew so my birthday is July 15th um my son's birthday is July 13th so we're both cancers um yeah so we like celebrate our average birthday um (laughs) and so our birthstone is the ruby uh which is the fiery and captivating ruby is a stone of nobility which is kind of crazy because uh audrey uh means noble uh (laughs) right um yeah i'm kind of surprised at that um (laughs) uh, it's considered the most magnificent uh magnificent of all gems uh the queen of stones and the stone of kings um sweet jealous it sounds kind of dope but i love the healing like powers of Mm -hmm. yours and like it just seems like uh citrine is very like a positive cleansing energy and um ruby is like good in healing and circulation and uh stuff like that so i think we make a good team sweet i love it (laughs) i let y'all listeners agree with us for a minute there i'm gonna assume you all agree (laughs) yeah everyone's like praising us in their cars or whatever right now yeah (laughs) in my mind that's what's happening (laughs) (laughs) but we go from magnificent to real shitty real quick and real quick because we're bringing up katie perry we have to oh my gosh talk about yes so Um, I'll play a little bit of uh, what we're uh, the actual incident. Um, but <laughs> basically, Katy Perry kissed a boy, and he did not like it. And I'm sure he did not like it or consent. <laughs> no, <laughs> like he was okay. So this was a kid who was 19, and he was mm-hmm. auditioning for American Idol. And uh, through you know the course of his audition, he said that he'd never uh, had a girlfriend or been kissed. And Katy Perry calls him over and uh, uh, asks uh, him to give her a little uh, kiss on the cheek and uh, then she turns her head the second time he does it. I, I can't kiss a girl without being in a relationship. 
Come here, buddy. Come, yeah, come no, here. Come wait, hold no. on. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come here right now. Come on. You you can't come be here right come now. On, come, here. come here. Stop. What on the cheek? You didn't even make the smush sound. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Let, me start, on, let me start over. Let me start over. Okay. Okay. Oh! oh it went down! Oh, you did. did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Katie! Come on. And he fell down. He fell yeah. down. He went, he went, he went. No, you did it. Oh my gosh. That was so well, good. that's that's a first. <laughs> so this kid, this poor kid, he was like so stunned. He just fell over and mm -hmm. she got up and had this like gross celebration after like, yay, Ugh. I did that. I just assaulted this guy. Woo. Right. <laughs> I'm so awesome. Everyone look at me. Um, so for that Fun. reason, uh, Katy Perry, you are our hex of the episode. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Suck it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Stop being so gross. Jeez. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Do better. Do better, Katy Perry. Right. Do better. Oh my gosh. There is this. And don't ever dance on stage. Oh my with god. I was, again. I was just gonna bring up that video. Someone. Um. So we'll share it on our Facebook page because it's just so freaking funny. But like, so if someone had captioned that video of her dancing all awkwardly with like, uh, when you tell your white friend your black friends are coming over and to act cool and she's just like <laughs> dancing like super oh my gosh it's just it's just a step so... away from the carlton it's just oh my gosh it away. really is like it's so fucking robotic and like it's literally anything else would have been better like <laughs> if she just stood there and she held just the mic there. Yeah. that would have been better oh my god <laughs> i wouldn't even want her to clap on beat because no. No. Just no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So we'll put that up also because it's just, it's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> um, well, I think that that is actually our uh, whole episode here today. We're so, keeping it short and sweet this week, y'all. Yeah, exactly. So thanks to Leah for designing our logo. Uh, this episode was produced by both me and Deidre, uh, your witchlings of the episode <laughs> here today. <laughs> mm -hmm. Please find us on iTunes and rate and review us. It helps other people find the podcast. Tag a friend who might be into what we do here. You know, that'd yes, be cool. Yes, yes please do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was a production of Audio for the Arts and Humming Giraffe.